Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2006, The Wicker Man, starring Nicolas Cage, do me a solid favor. Watch 1973's version immediately. Just stop everything you're doing and watch that one instead. Spare yourself the heartache. Hide your daughters and get your offerings to Aphrodite ready. Because it's going to get sexy. Oh, yeah. Or not. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Instagram, at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Satchel, Stitcher. And hit us up on the Podbean app where you can follow us. Like all of our friends with the Movie Pod Squad. Um, if you want to figure out where all this dope-ass music is coming from, go to Colt45Podcast.com and scroll down to our SoundCloud page where we have all of our guys represented from Nameless, Question 7 and Young Mustard so you hear their jamming ass beats, bruh. Today, Cold 45 is powered by... This morning, I'm going at it sober, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I'm going on a bike ride after this, so I'm chugging down some mystery blue workout powder. And we're going to see how this treats me throughout the show. That sounds weird as fuck. Uh, today, I'm powered by Johnny Walker Red Label because, uh, fuck it. You see, that sounds a lot more fun. Welcome, Woo. welcome everybody to a buzzing edition of Code 45 Podcast. I am your host, Beat'em Down, and today I'm joined by... Johnny John and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> yeah, man. How's t- it going? T- today we're going to do a uh, special dumpster fire uh, called The Wicker Man. Uh, this one, this one's, this one's bad, man. This is a not, it is. not good movie. Like, they, they try to backtrack Nicolas Cage and shit, try to say it was uh, supposed to be a black comedy on purpose. Trying to go the room route. I, I completely disagree. I think it's a lie. Only because, um, like, doing the trivia and shit, and, like, looking up the stuff, it's like, they, they, they try to do a lot of little, like, small, sneaky nods and, like, really good Easter eggs. So I kind of can't... Like, re- nods to the original? Yeah. A bunch, bro. Well, I know, like, some of the dialogue is directly lifted from the original. Dude, and- 120%. I said, like, 80%. Uh, it was, like, 86% was fucking ripped off of that shit <laughs> i say yeah rip- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they're going back and saying oh yeah it was supposed to be a comedy bullshit you guys uh, were like this was such an earnest attempt to make a like a modern thriller yeah dude, but they a- just shit the bed <laughs> completely Th- this movie was meant to be a love letter to that shit and it was just <sighs> you know liam neeson could have been uh nick cage and he would have killed it, I think. I think it would have been a dude, totally different uh, I, I think, dude, uh, honest to goodness, I, I think I would have acted that shit better. Uh, depending on how they no, wrote it. No, I'm not even not even joking. Depending that was on how they wrote it. It's a shit job. Depending on how they wrote like the, the ending part. Because <laughs> I don't know if you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> no. This shit is so fucking crazy, man. But um, yeah, dude, like uh, John, John had the idea to watch both versions just to be safe to kind of get like a nice full feel for what this film was trying to accomplish and i figured why not in my mind i didn't know it was in the 70s i thought the wicker man was like a 50s movie like a lot older movie i remember being black and white for some fucking reason gotta say man 1973's wicker man is the fucking shit i couldn't believe it it was such a good fucking movie it didn't yeah honestly did not expect it to be so good everyone everyone uh, uh, was ranting and raving about how shit the 2006 version is I'm like oh, okay i guess the the old one must be right you know, at least pretty cheesy or something no you know what i got a really 
psychedelic, trippy, uh, really unsettling uh, suspense story. Dude, I had like a and, like a weird like a uh, clash of ideologies type of uh, like real deep thinking hit from that with the whole religion thing and uh, on yeah, both ends yeah. on both ends and how it was like you know <laughs> at the climax or kind of both spouting the shit at each other <laughs> to where it was like at, at what end you know <laughs> it's like it's kind of crazy like it, it was really really amazing dude so like um we we have to bring up the the differences between the flick as we go along this time i feel like it's, yeah you know well, yeah we'll do that it has to happen man because god damn like I, like yeah, watching it i regretted it i was like why did we do 06 we should have did 73 <laughs> I was like, we fucked up. Drop I don't know. I mean, it's for the audience, I guess, for for their entertainment. Well, yeah, I, I just I just wanted to cover, you know, I just wanted to cover a uh, cage meltdown for once. So, well, yeah, what the fuck happened to that guy, dude? Like, I I remember I was watching like Raising Arizona and and Wild at Heart not too long ago, and those are these those are masterful acting jobs he did there. I'm gonna say cocaine, something. I don't know. Throw it out there. I'm gonna say. Or crack, most likely. More honestly, <laughs> let's get this train wreck started, bro. We get our boy um, Edward Mollis, and that's supposed to be a playoff wor- uh, words. Like his uh, name is like a, uh, I think like a uh, genus or species name for like a crab apple or apples, which is a small nod to the uh, original flick. Also, um, a combination of the word male and phallus. So yeah, they're that, being all clever over yeah, there. Yeah, with that in itself, it's like this was not y'all were not doing this jokingly, you assholes. But um, he's kind of like a bummer cop guy, like kind of sad, you know, to the books guy. He's uh looking for self help in a fucking diner, dude. So that, that that'll let you know, you know, when you start, you're shopping for uh self help tapes in the fucking Denny's, dude. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not okay as a person. Well, that, that's good that you got something out of that character because I just saw Nick Cage. Okay, with the way the movie was shot and the way that everything was like framed up, I was like, man, you know, I think I think this movie probably was a little bit more serious. From memory, because like when I saw this movie the first time, bro, <laughs> it was while I was working at GameStop and we were bored. It's back. It's way back when we were selling DVDs still, and uh, we just yeah. played it in the background because it was a slow ass Sunday, dude. And like, you know, we're fucking kind of watching it for real. Like, man, what the fuck is going on? But we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know what it was. Waiting for us at the back end of this fucking movie. So so far, it starts off pretty well, yeah, fucking I, serious. I, I'd like I'd like a copy of Mercenaries, please. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It seems super serious because, like, you know, you know, it's a cop guy. He's driving. A chick throws a doll out the fucking window. And, uh, you know, he's trying to be a sweet guy and pick it up and give it to this douchey-ass kid who could really give a fuck less that he got it. She expected him to get the doll, which which should have been a fucking <laughs> a weird tip to me. Just just typical white woman behavior, you know? <laughs> you give them an inch, you give them an inch, and they take a fucking mile, you know? Pick up my fucking doll, bitch. She throws it back out the window, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, fuck this shit. I would have drove off. But uh, we got treated to a beautiful um, rule of three type of situation when it comes to uh, filmmaking, where as they're having this conversation, because they pulled over to the side of the road, the mother's being very apologetic, you know, daughter's being a douche, and then we uh, were treated to a uh, big truck whizzing by very loudly, very plain into the fucking camera shot, so you know it's very important that that happened. You're like, well, what the fuck was that about? Then it happens a second time. And you're still like, what yeah, and so suddenly, I thought that yeah. that shit was hilarious yeah. that it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, and then uh, the third time was the motherfucking charm, and that shit. As Nick walked away, I think to grab the the thing again, right? To grab the doll again. Yeah, because she threw it, and I think God punished him <laughs> as a fucking 
truck blast the fucking uh, uh, station wagon that they were in, engulfing this thing in fucking flames. Cage is like frantically trying to save the little girl out of the back and, and it can't and it explodes and he's, you know, pretty much traumatized by this uh, turn of events. Just being a, a, a little, you know, big wuss, just in his sweater, just slumped over, just doing nothing in his living room and shit. You can tell he's on vacation. He's not coming back for a while. He's on leave. Yeah, he's, he's that brain's out to lunch, man. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and we get a homely chick cop kind of fawning over Nick Cage's character for whatever the fuck reason. And she's a uh, homely. I, w- I wouldn't say homely. She's not attractive yeah. to me. I'm sorry. Right. She's, she's she's not doing it for me, especially in comparison to the 73 roster. Yeah. And and holy shit, they had some fucking nonstop foxes. Nonstop foxes. Knockout ladies. You know, here not so much. G- granted, there there's some fucking. They're probably looking like ghouls nowadays, but <laughs> back then, ooh, baby. Reasons for time. Let, yeah, let 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 let's wheel those corpses out and see what they look like now. I, I looked up one of them and I regretted it. It hurt. Really? Um, was what, it Willow? Yeah, the original Willow. I was like, no. <laughs> I'll stick to the original. The sun god was cruel. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're painting this this Nick Cage character as being real complex and and real emotional. What, dude? But there's not that much to that char- to Nick Cage's performance. Like you're you're playing it way up. I think. Well. I'm doing it for a reason, honestly, because like in my mind, I thought this was gonna like hold some kind of weight for a while, at least, you know, because it's like you got K. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get that. They, you know, they, he, they really did. They, they really kept bringing up that scene, making it up as yeah, this is really important and important to the character. Right, because so. he was supposed to be like you know, you supposed to see his turn in a sense from like you know, just kind of, you know, sad guy, you know, just really remorseful. Like something's wrong, obviously. Like he lost somebody. I thought he was, go- I thought he went through a divorce with the way that he was kind of carrying himself. And he, and he gets yeah. this, he gets this, uh, letter, um, basically saying it's from his, uh, old flame Willow, who I thought it was his ex-wife. And she's telling him that, you know, very neat letter, by the way, with a really, really neat letters, really neat writing. Very nice and demure little, little fancy pants, little, uh, letter yeah. there. Like she wrote it with a fucking, uh, uh, quill. It, it, it looked crazy and it was uh, he's a parchment right <laughs> it was telling him that uh her daughter rowan is uh missing rowan woodard uh is missing and he basically just goes he basically goes he packs his shit up and he just goes man because he he had something with willow and you could tell that he was kind of he really missed her he was kind of happy to hear from yeah her. okay can we start bringing up the little differences between the classic now because there's a little bit of difference right now huge difference um <laughs> huge. yeah a little bit all of this never happened well the, the yeah, the original no backstory mm. on um, on uh, the sergeant. Uh, what was his name? Howie. Yeah, Sergeant Howie. Like, like, like all that all that you got from him at the very beginning of the movie, and all you fucking needed was that he was a devout Christian, hands down. Point. He's blank. a yeah, very very stern, very um, stoic police officer. Stuffy. Just shows that this this is how the original begins. He just flies in in his boat plane, and he uh, pulls up to the island and says, "Hey." I'm a police officer. I'm looking for this fucking girl. Have y'all seen her? That's all you need. That's all you fucking no need. No backstory. No backstory. Nothing. No, no retarded fucking <laughs> truck <laughs> side swiping a, a family. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, um, the whole purpose of the chick being there talking to him was uh, to, to hammer home the point that the, the, the mother and daughter that was in the car that blew up bodies were never found. Just Yeah. Just, just as a, a BT dub. And I was like, that's so weird. So um also you had um an 06's version there was a bunch of these weird fever dreams it's supposed to mean something but they, they have they have zero payoff 
And there's no dream no. sequences in the original. And like Sergeant Howe in the original, way more interesting character than uh, Nick Cage's yeah. Nick Cage yeah, character. Period. His his character development was so interesting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it it went from. Um, oh, also, uh, did you remember Hot Fuzz? I got. Yes. I was like, oh, this this must be where like they they must have drawn a lot of inspiration from this character. Bro, did you for know, the character for Simon Pegg and and Hot Fuzz? Did you know he was in that movie? Uh, um, the guy that played uh, Sergeant Howe, he he's in Hot Fuzz. He was the uh, leader of the um the Citizens oh. Watch. They would watch. That's him with the beard. So yeah, so it's confirmed then, pretty much. Pretty much. That's it. That's the character. Holy shit! That's a fun fact right there. Yeah, he's also the Equalizer. But, um, I don't know if you remember that TV show. I I thought it was Michael Caine played the Equalizer. Apparently, it was this guy. So I I, get, I never saw this show. Oh man, it's, it's an old eighty show. But um, yeah. I got I got him mixed up. I thought I swore up and down it was Michael Caine for years, and yet I realized it's this guy who's still a fucking fent- phenomenal actor, bro. He he was great, stuffy as fuck, and and that was the whole point of the uh, conflict between seventy uh, threes was basically you have this very stuffy uh christian guy who is a version by the way uh, yeah yeah you had his his um whole i that, that was the beauty of his of his character development it was just um dissolution of his of his uh ideologies and stuff and right being challenged the whole time yeah really deep um, deep themes here and 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 the fact that he was so stuffy helped with him you know battling against a a you know a 100 pagan community and then the the, the revelation of how they're not teaching Christianity and how unsettling it made him. And just like the more the rituals popped up, the more unsettled he was because of his fucking religious beliefs. That's what was getting to him rather than just, uh, and the whole, you know, the whole work of the, you know, cause the town, the town, that's another big uh, difference. Cause, uh, when cage gets there, it's a community of mainly women. And, uh, one of their, uh, their main experts for summer's Isle instead of summer Isle from the original, uh, summer's Isle, was uh you know they they're really big into honey like like they they do beekeeping for the most part that's their yeah. bread and butter uh in 73s it was basically apples and fruits fruits and vegetables are basically their yeah. their, their their mainstay uh, they they really emphasize one of the shots in 06 where um the innkeep's daughter takes this huge like over exaggerated <laughs> bite out of an apple <laughs> where like in the original it was uh, clearly mentioned that yeah that we don't have any apples yeah yeah. And then it's like, okay, you fucks. Could you get any more obvious? Yeah, it was, Fuck it was, off. It was a nice little nod. Could we have a, a Helen Hunt Jr. <laughs> among uh, the grouping here? Yeah, she, yeah, she's the one who gets the Bruce Lee cross kick later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. So basically, you know, Cage is basically like a commune of women. Like it's like the mascara from Wonder Woman, but like the guys are a presence. But they are not dominant whatsoever. They're almost like docile animals, like service animals, like yeah. oxen. The way the way that they're kind of set up there, livestock. Yeah, you don't. It doesn't really ring true until much later in the movie, you know. And it's weird. I think it was a cool twist if you watch the original and you're like, oh, okay, this is this is the direction they're gonna go. Let's see where they go with it, you know. If you're being hopeful, yeah. but you know, the original it was a uh, men and women equal value. There was no type of uh, oppressive. Um, Submissive energy floating around that wasn't happening. Everyone just a bunch of hippies, dude. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fucking going on. A lot of fucking. A lot of suggestive themes. That's another thing we should mention, like the the like the sexuality and 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 uh, and um, I want to say the sensuality and shit that that was portrayed in in the original was way more. Yeah, it was overt. Um, because uh, way more present. Let's talk about Willow. We'll we'll get to Willow because Willow in 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 06's version was basically. 
Cage's ex fiance. Yeah. And um, she's hot. She was hot. But uh, they they had a thing, you know, and and she she was there kind of pointlessly in in 06 because she was always she seemed out of it and they treated her like she was out of it the whole fucking movie. And she looked like it. She was just kind of just spaced out. Yeah, like she was drugged up or something, and, and and it just she wasn't very helpful. And it's like their 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 interactions was just trash to me because it was just more frustrating for me because it's like yeah. she's spaced out and he's not even fully acknowledging how out of it she is. You know, it's really irritating as shit. They put her there, the, her character there as um you know a, a person to to sort of point out how crazy the island is. Remember when she was passing uh, secret notes to him and mm-hmm, shit, mm-hmm. saying, oh, there's something wrong here. We need to get out. We need to find our daughter and get out. Where there in the original, there was no such character. It was just how on the island, on his own, against his own. all these fucking freaks. Right. And uh, which made way more sense because like Willow wasn't any fucking help. She was just all like, oh, let's sneak over here. Oh, let's sneak over there. And um, just stupid. And uh, Willow, in the original, fucking hot fucking Woo. hot my god my god but she was the innkeeper's daughter which is uh basically um uh the innkeeper was a, a beach like really burly big lady uh but this one a very effeminate man <laughs> which i felt was a very funny uh, yeah they, i i, I kind of appreciated the, <laughs> yeah. the little opposite <laughs> yeah that was kind of funny that was kind of funny to me and uh but but willow was his daughter and as soon as she showed up literally like by the way this is kind of a musical <laughs> For seventy. Yeah, I was gonna say the original is so is is pretty much a musical, and they play some really kick ass folk music in it. Except for uh, and the the what's it called corn rig. The corn rigs and the apple orchard. I don't know, man. <laughs> they played that like a bajillion <laughs> times. I was like, Good that <laughs> that was so annoying and fucking. So I'm not gonna lie, it was uh, pretty stupid. But most of the songs <laughs> were pretty. Yeah, no, the, the the one the one when Willow was uh fucking that bringing that young dude in the manhood that was a dope song. I put my hand on her knee and she says, "Do you want to see?" I put my hand on her. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the songs were pr- really good. And um, when they introduce Willow in the original, they like strongly imply that that she's some kind of prostitute. Yeah, she's the she's and, the whole. She's the whole everyone feels. And and they had really good lyrics breaking down how much of a slut she is. Much has been said of the strumpets of yore. Oh, when she's sent bawdy house queens by the score. But I sing of the baggage that we all adore. The landlord's daughter. No, it, it was one line saying like, like uh, the, the favorite part is between her right toe and her left toe. <laughs> Just like, God damn. Yeah, it strongly implied that everyone's had a turn. Yeah, and if you and, didn't uh, catch the it, dad, you, you the dad's some... just sitting there singing along with them. Yeah, like, laughing. She's <laughs> blushing and laughing, not even upset by it. She's like, "Yep, I'm fucking all these dudes." And the look on Howe's face, fucking priceless. Bro. Just horrified. <laughs> just not comfortable. He's ready to eat and go away. So they did a couple plays on on the lines for uh, the, the exchange between because um, he's not welcome there, obviously. Um, but I do like. You know, on second watch, how they realized who he was because they weren't sure who he was. So he got a huge pushback from everybody on both both versions of the movie on the island. He got a huge pushback by showing up and saying, "Hey, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to have permission." Blah blah blah. This is private property. And then he'll he he showed the picture of the little girl 
on both versions. Nobody fucking reacts until he says who's brought who brought him there, and then that's they're like, oh, it's like, like okay, you're the guy, basically. <laughs> it was kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody backed off and kind of like you know let him on his wild goose chase. You had the photographer who was a, who was an important character, uh, Moss, in 06 version. I forgot the name of the original. He he wasn't as big as big a character, but then you had Miss Rose, the teacher. Uh, in in the 06 version, everyone had plant names. So it was like you get the, you got a nice legit culty vibe versus pagan society vibe from um, seventy three. Yeah, and which really I I, I kind of I, I really like the the whole um, isolated in a group of hippies and uh, way more really fun. having your ideologies challenged. Yeah, way more fun because it's like I felt that made more sense <clears throat> as far as like uh, why it would actually work out because there's no fear um, instilled in anybody with that particular way it's set up. Um, another thing I liked that they both shared was the fact that like, you know, this is technically a new religion in a sense, what three generations, maybe you had the the grandfather, uh, the father, and then the son for uh, 73. And I think it was like the same deal maybe for the, uh, the female version of the female commune of Summer's Isle. And that, and and that, and that's really interesting to me as far as like how isolated they are, that there's no outside presence. Uh, to interfere with them, you know, basically germinating this fucking uh, religion that they're starting, and that's crazy. Like, how how would um, an organization like that get away with it? Oh, well, there, there's no there's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, there's no internet. Uh, is that it? There, there's no service. <laughs> like, is it like where they are? It's a complete blackout, and I don't know what's causing that blackout, which is which is a thing they'd never covered. But um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's absolute blackout, and and they're teaching their kids very young, the uh, principles and stuff as they're being you know grown up because uh, the school scene's coming up here. In 06, you'll notice there's this uh, tree with some, like, ribbons on it, right? And yeah. you're like, what the fuck is that? And they never do it. It's actually a nod to a scene from uh, from 73. Where yeah, it's this, this whole musical number where, where they're doing some number. kind of ritual fucking playing Ring Around the Rosie or some shit around yeah. it. You know that you know that song? Like, it's a hole in the tree, in the tree, in the ground, and the name, and the hammer, and the so there's I don't know what they were saying. It was oh, hippie shit. No, dude, it was like it, it was like, it, it was summoning like a dude lays on a chick, a and the chick giant. is the seed, and the seed is a man. The man, no, no, but the seed is a boy, and the boy is a man. The man is the grave, and the grave is a tree, and they all go back to the fucking tree. It's all back to the tree, and uh, it was a catchy tune. Can't lie to you. Can't lie. Yeah, yeah, I joke, but it was this was good music. I but, think. And the boy, and the, it's all boys doing it. All the boys are having the best time, and they're out there fucking running around making this dope-ass song, <laughs> and inside the school, chicks are fucking supplying the beat. They're doing percussion on a fucking desk and shit, just going hard, having a great fucking time. <laughs> and, yeah, just like a little break from the studies and shit. Yeah. And and uh, the question in 73 was, uh, what does that tree, you know, the tree to fucking with symbolize? And it said, a phallic symbol. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. The difference in 06, a little bit more extreme. <laughs> <laughs> not as what friendly. did they say what did they say in the uh well, the remake super hot teacher miss rose uh in in 06 was like hey you know what is the essence of man <laughs> period the dick <laughs> phallic symbol we're just a phallic we're just dicks which yeah. is fair that's a, that's a fair comment i'm not i mean yeah i'm not gonna argue with that I i'm guess. really not i'm really not yeah, have, have you heard our podcast 
who 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 we kid who we kidding over we here? We just we just talked about how we'll bang the teacher so hard, basically. So yeah. So yeah, she, <laughs> she's right. But uh, you know, Cage took took offense to this. And this is where the split between Sergeant Howe and uh uh, uh Detective Malice, whatever his name is, this is where the, the divide is for me as far as why should I give a fuck about this character? Right. Kind of so, remember them being a little similar, except uh, how he was more outraged by the degeneracy of it all. Right. Right. Like, like the tones, like he was more flustered by it. Like he was still kind of like professional. He wasn't really being yeah. demeaning. Uh, he was still trying to keep his professional air about him as he was really bothered by what was happening. And he was kind of trying, you know, he was more chastising. Uh, kind of like an authority figure, you know. He kept the the authority figure, uh, the cop thing, really, really hard to the guns, and uh, yeah. was kind of just like chastising her, like she was a you know petulant child, even though she was same age as he was. It just the way that he was kind of you know just admonishing her was weird, like uh, kind of like shame, shame, like you know rubbing his fingers together and shit, like shame on you for doing this. Uh, and, I mean, it, I think it was a huge contrast in how Cage was doing it because Cage was kind of coming a little, little, little smarmy, a little snarky. Yeah, he 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 was like like just straight out of the bat, just raising his voice at everyone. I was like, "All right, you fucks, where the fuck is this girl?" Fucking hunched over with his hands on his hips, like you, you. His his hair his hair is already wild. He just walked into the room like, dude, what happened to your hair? His hair plugs were on point at that point. Hey, uh, I just like how he was kind of like, cause you, yeah, you just waiting like you bitches, like the whole time. Just his his tone was like, "You little liars," and you're the biggest liar of them all. I am warning you. You tell me another, and I'll arrest you myself. That is a promise. I'd just fucking slap each and every one of you. Like he was already. I put in the notes like you know he's on the verge of caging out. Like <laughs> I was like, it's, 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 it's happening. You can see his. You can see him like warming his legs up, like trying to oh, about to dish out those cross kicks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's stretching out his hand. He's like, oh, I swear to God. Oh, no. <laughs> you bitches have no idea what I've learned. Where, that, like, um, <laughs> how and in the original and the, the remake, they had pretty much the same lines in this scene. Right. Um, the only thing for, like, the school deal that was different was the quixotic deal. Um, that that was basically her calling him uh, Don Quixote. Uh, we're not going to get into, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, into specifics of what that is if, you haven't, if you're not familiar. Just brushing in headlong. And and fighting shit that actually isn't there, the bitch basically told him to his face what the fuck's going down. <laughs> like she's, oh, no, we forgot to talk about the desk. There was an empty desk. Oh yes, let's talk about the the difference because uh, th- that's what started the that's what started Cage starting to cage out. So <laughs> he's asking the questions, and this is and this is like to the T to the original version. He's he's, uh, yeah. he's asking about you know if anybody knows where they're at. Nobody says they know. And he sees well whose desk is this, and he opens it up. I felt like they wanted to up the ante for anyone who's seen the original. So, like, in the original, it's just a fucking beetle tied to a fucking uh, nail. And it's doing a little circle uh, around it, kind of similar to what the the children were doing outside around the pole. Right. And he's like, it always goes the same direction, poor thing. And he was like, well, why would you do such a thing? You know, kind of a normal type of exchange, you know, not too. Yeah, and and he was definitely a little, like, a lot more disturbed uh, because he didn't really flip out at the sight of the beetle, but he was definitely like freaked out a little bit. Like, yeah, why would you do that? That's just yeah. sick. Why would you do that? 
Yeah, because she was being a fucking sadist. And he was like, what the fuck's that about, man? You know, you're a little girl, right? You know, he he's so to the nines, you know, kind of like straight lazy guy. Just any idea and, of a child being sadistic, you know, irked him a bit. Yeah, and it was definitely a lot more eerie to see how, how uh, calm the, the, the children were about it. Right. Whereas um, shit. Uh. 2006 version, he opens up the... the he opens up the desk. Oh, 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 wacky! There's a fucking bird in there. Oh my god, that is weird. Yeah, it was just a stupid jump scare. It's like like they, they just they just factored in a crappy ass jump scare where a fucking crow comes out, and they're like, oh, we just want to keep it in there to see how long it can take it. It was like, oh, they're all sick. Huh? It was so stupid because um that motherfucker wouldn't be in a goddamn desk because it wasn't even locked. That motherfucker would have got out and pecked out one of them children's fucking eyeballs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a different scene. Whole different scene. And the teacher just sitting there like, what? He's like, you're allowing this bitch? This is dumb. Just dumb. Bitches. So, so he. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches. I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that scene. So, oh, yeah. I put in my notes. Uh, Cage starts to get cagey. Like he, he's he's feeling it, man. And he uh, he gets Whoa. the fucking uh, the registry uh, to see if, if Roman's name is there. And sure enough, it's fucking there. And it's crossed out. Same deal with the other one. And he just looks at them all like, you're all liars. Just shits on him. And uh, same deal in the original. He, he did the same thing, but it was kind of a like finger wag type of deal versus. Yeah, more be, like he, he like he was in the original. He was more scolding everybody. Right. Um, and uh, he was like m- m- like most harsh on the teacher. He was like, you're the biggest liar of them all. Yeah. But never really lost his. He never lost his cool. He no, was, he was. Super you could tell you, you, you can uh, definitely read his. Um, he was most disappointed in the teacher. But right. Never really, never raised Rose's voice, which is just um, shows how uh, how uh, good his acting chops were and restrained he was as a as a character. And our boy Nick Cage, like he was going to beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> You're all little liars, <laughs> you know that. And you, <laughs> you sexy You're all bitch. lying little bitches. <laughs> you sexy fuck. You the worst of them all. She was fucking hot. I'm sorry, Rose was hot. Good God, I don't know what else she's in, but I would like to watch those movies. Um. Yeah, dude, it's just so stupid, dude. Uh, then, then, then. Um, very unnecessary point in '06 where uh he leaves and runs into another chick who looks exactly like Rose. Yeah, and, was that ever brought up again? No, or? no. Just I guess that was supposed to like call call back to his um you know mental state and you know he's taking this medication yeah, or something. Yeah, that was another thing. That was another unnecessary um addition to the plot where like. He wasn't all the way there, kinda maybe, possibly. It was stupid. You remember? You remember when he was on the ferry to get to the island or whatever, yeah. and he sees like a hallucination of the girl, <laughs> like she's leaning over the the railing of the boat, and, and the then he sees the truck yeah. fucking <laughs> run her ass over again. Like I was like, whoa! And then all the white girls were looking alike. It was getting it was getting annoying at a point because I was like, man, okay, I don't know what the white girl looks like anymore because there's so many damn white girls with pigtails. Running around here, I was I was really getting confused and just really just frustrated because like I'm not a racist. I know I know I can tell these women apart, but they're really making it difficult. Man. <laughs> like I don't, yeah, I don't appreciate this shit at all. But uh, Willow is still fucking loopy because he keeps going back to her for no. I mean, basically, let's be real. He wants to hit it again. That's the only reason he's even tolerating her bullshit. Because if because if she was anyone else, Nick Cage would have choked her out by now with the way that he was already <laughs> running around. And this is where she drops the bomb on him. That Willow is his child. And I would have been like, and, and you know what's so funny? He handled that like Sergeant Howell would handle it. Very reserved and controlled, which I felt is such bullshit. We should have got a meltdown. 
We should have got a cage. Yeah, they were, yeah, really out of character. I don't know. That character was all over the place, right. man. And this never happened in the original. Like there was no daughter of his. Like he, the only like he no, lived. his his sole purpose there was just doing police work. He's yeah. just being a good police officer. He received an anonymous letter. Right. It wasn't from anyone he knew, and he was just there doing his job. Yeah. He's he, he, he's being fucking dutiful like that. You know, he's doing his shit. That's his fucking aim in '73. Oh six. Now it's now it's a personal stake. It's even more personal. Instead of just a long lost lover, now it's his long lost child he has to fight for. And it's like, no, all right, okay, whatever. So yeah, it's like it's like it's like audiences in two thousand six. They couldn't handle just okay. Here's a guy. He has a job to do. He's gonna go do it. You know why? Well, why is he doing it? Um, exactly. no, I don't really get it. Because uh, we're terrible. Is- I would have just left by now, which is true. I would have. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that shit. But you know, <laughs> this is for the selfish assholes that that transpired since 1973. <laughs> so like that 40 year span, they had a you know they got got to raise the stakes, man, to make you you know give a fuck. Uh, unless you're just a really bad Debbie dad, and yeah, you will still leave. But um, <laughs> fuck, am I getting out here? <laughs> oh yeah, so <laughs> we get him going to the uh, pier to find the plane uh, because because the plane came back. He was gonna go try to radio for somebody. Yeah, he he needed the radio for help, then. Right. right. So the plane gets there. There's there's no there's no one there to fucking fucking ferry his ass over to the plane because it's too far out. It's far the fuck out, and uh, you can't find the fucking uh, pilot. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? And this this shit is actually funny to me. I'm sorry. So first watch, I'm like, oh my god, because <laughs> you hear like this weird noise underneath the fucking pier, and uh, he's like, the fuck is that? So he, he he sees a fucking little girl underneath the fucking pier, like drowning or dead already, and it's Willow, yeah. and he's freaking the fuck out. He jumps in the water, he swims. And he grabs her, and uh, what the fuck happened? He grabbed her, and then he woke up, right? He grabs her, and then he, he like, fell asleep or some shit. And then you see him, like, kind of wake up, and, ah, she's still in my arms. <laughs> and then he, they show him wake up again. It's like, oh, there's nothing there. That was kind of fucking funny. Oh, yeah, because he, 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 he grabbed her and then woke up, right? Because she did. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like she did something. Then she grabbed him or something. Or something crazy happened. I think so. Something crazy happened they, when he they, grabbed I, her. They, they were trying to play it like, oh, it was just a dream, you know, it was just a dream. And they, it's just a shot of his face, and they kind of play it like, oh, God, she's still in my arms. This really yeah. did happen. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> One like, of those again, parts where, I, like, this movie really doesn't know what it is. No, nah, it doesn't. Because it, it wanted to keep the horror aspect. And it's like, it didn't, it was so impatient on the, on the, the deep seated level of horror that it, it tried to like, you know, I think, I feel like, you know, I don't know if it was uh, executives or what, but it's just too much meddling trying to make it something that it wasn't. Cause uh, the whole crash car, you know, fever dream sequence. And then this shit was just pointless. But I do like how K's got frustrated with this, with the second wake up scare. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, come on, Jesus. Like, fuck. So, yeah. So I feel like this movie kind of, um, I think, if my memory serves right, 2006, there was a lot of shitty horror movies out there trying mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. bank in on uh, on that whole thing. And um, I think this is what this movie was trying to be. I totally agree with you. Like, they, they lost the fucking point of the goddamn original, which uh, probably should never have been remade with the, with the way this shit went down. Well, uh, goodbye, well, if, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, a remake, you know, uh, 2006, it was enough time for a remake to, to, to be made but man give it to like david lynch or something you know make it really fucking weird give it a really scott somebody who actually can can go to a cut i like how you you gravitated toward a psychedelic freak out type shit i was gravitating just towards 
just a breakdown of religion and like what what is what is you know like like what is the absolute truth to certain people yeah and like you know like like when do you abandon it because <laughs> it's it's interesting um none of that yeah none, that, none of um, these things <laughs> none of these themes are prevalent in uh 06's version yeah i don't know if you noticed a lot of the heart the heart elements literally had no point to it because it was, it was another scene where he uh because he's still trying to figure out where she was he's digging around and shit it was it was something that he, it was like a barn or something he walked into and the floor collapsed underneath them and he almost fell in and that was it he just got out of the hole and that was it. There was nothing underneath. There was no reason to even go in the hole to see. Yeah, him. there was this whole suspenseful thing where he right. pulled himself up and yeah, what, what time was, was just wasted for nothing. It was literally like we just want to scare you for a bit. Just it prattled on with just dumbass shit for no fucking reason. Meanwhile, fucking in the original version, how is just he having his fucking his whole ideals being fucking tampered with and questioned at all times? And yeah, uh, I, I like also how the the remake is like 10 or 15 minutes longer than the original mm -hmm. yet man it managed not to go as not to get as much done as the original did fucking hilarious and um like it, it was uh, even though the original was quick here's this this is why i'm here uh this is what we're gonna do but yet it was so much more fleshed out the the, the you know we felt for the character we kind of related to him we had our shit questioned and it did it in such a short amount of time and it was it's so impressive another another piece of time wasting um is uh basically we saw when he packed uh when he packed to go to the ferry he had epipens he has his, his allergy to bees because he actually researched i like how they, they did plug in this plot hole where when he was researching the city um he he was trying to see what they were known for and he saw that they were known for bees so he smartly packed two epipens to be safe and then uh he dumbly right. retardedly wanders into a fucking bee farm <laughs> Just, just for no fucking reason. <laughs> he, he, he wanted to. I like how I like how they zoom out and like the whole field is patterned like a honeycomb <laughs> for yeah, some reason. Just, just to be like, look at this shit. And he, and he, he goes down. He almost died. He, he gets caught by a couple of bees and shit. And he's saved by the uh, photographer slash uh, doctor chick uh, Moss. And uh, she uh, healed him. And he thought he used her epipens. I know I used the old way. And I was like, what the fuck is the old way? Like, and I looked it up. And I suck your dick. Yeah, that's, that's what I was hoping, but it's not. Uh, basically, Shucks. it's like uh, it's honey, uh, some oils and shit, and then they suck your dick. And that's pretty much how they heal you. <laughs> oh, that was the last part. Okay. <laughs> yes. When do the leeches come in? Do they put leeches on there too? No, no. The, the women are the leech. Like, ah, oh, I see. It's yeah. uh, sort of uh, symbolic. I see. Right, right. It's all about symbolism over there, you know. <laughs> and they wear face paint when they do it. <laughs> hey we're we're sorry we actually love women and a lot you guys are all right um so <laughs> we get him like basically uh being summoned by the mastermind of the island which is a uh, supreme uh gordita chancellor uh somersile <laughs> gordita chancellor <laughs> Wait, was that a thing we were doing? Is just yeah. naming people after fast food? Yep, that's is might keep going. But uh, as Taco, I like I'm down, I'm down with this meme, dude. That's a spicy meme right there yeah, we got going. Yep. So Taco Supreme, uh, Summer Summersal, uh, <laughs> is basically this you know just holy matron mother type chick. You know, and you see her, she totally has the vibe of like cultist leader. Hair's you know done very nicely in comparison to everybody else. Yeah, I I totally got a weird like eyes wide shut like kind of really unnecessary cultish vibe for what they were doing. Yeah, it was a little. I much. mean, for what what their for what their community was. I mean. Yeah, yeah, because she was like 
Well, you know what? I feel like it's um a fair a fair contrast to uh, Christopher Lee's character because Christopher Lee was a uh, was a Lord Summers Isle. Uh, Holy shit, that was Christopher Lee. Yeah, he looked huh. fucking like a pimp. He looked like a game show host, and his house was fucking like this amazing looking estate, like with just fucking opulence, guns everywhere, flags and shit. Like you could tell, like it used to be, you know, like a like a real British colony type deal. But yeah, you know, yeah, it, he, he he was a huge contrast to where he was living. Cause he was like a kind of a hippie-ish, you know, cool, cool looking dude with some cool hair and, and some big ass chop sideburns. Big contrast between the two. <laughs> like, you know, the whole I guess with 06, it was like they were trying to mirror the uh the whole essence of a beehive. How like um all bees, you know, are are, are women. Yeah. Uh, everyone has their thing, all of them are sisters, and they all of them are, are the workers. And like, you know, the guys are literally just drones made to just Drone bang, bang and breed, and that's it. So uh, Which hey, I not I don't have a problem with that. Let's fuck it. But your boy Cage is not a diplomat, man. He's very douchey <laughs> to her, and really, like, it's not it's not like he's being because like he has no he has no foundation, uh, to have whatever convictions that he has. Other than he's like he's frustrated. No one's like you know helping him with the murder. But I feel like it's yeah. it's a little bit more venom behind it rather than just that versus. Sergeant Howe in seventy three, like, oh, fucking um, you know, you're heathens. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, why fucking don't I believe degenerates in degenerates over here? Yeah, like why don't you believe in God? Like how did like why are there no priests and the churches are in ruin? Like, what's going on? You know, he had legit questions rather than like, bitch, I hate you. Like, I hate you. I hate this place. <laughs> I hate everybody. I hate beach. I hate all of them. It was just it, it's like yeah he had nowhere he had nowhere of legit to come from so he seems more manic to me like he's more more of a, just a huge asshole <laughs> which is entertaining <laughs> like, don't get yeah, twisted I, I, I feel like they um they just kind of threw in that those medication scenes and fucking a mental illness subplots to to kind of to kind of uh, uh like explain Nick Cage's frantic acting like dude this is horrible and it wasn't what, even um, we, we gotta do something about this it wasn't even subtle because i like, remember the, the the name of the tape it was, it was like everything's okay like it was just such a it was such a, <laughs> and then they were gone then they lost it it was like probably like a like a like a really whack hint of like yeah everything's not okay because your tapes are gone buddy you're in deep shit now but it was just stupid it was stupid so like cage cage is like uh he he the whole point of uh cage approaching uh high supreme chancellor uh burrito uh <laughs> I, I like how that there was like no effort in that one right there. Just, just throw, yeah high chancellor uh burrito fuck it i got nothing <laughs> yeah i got nothing i got nothing <laughs> just, but uh the whole point of that that exchange on both versions of the movies is to exhume the body uh you know uh some, of Rowan, of, yeah, Rowan. Rowan. Summers out. We haven't really, mentioned her in a while. Yeah, all right. Summers out didn't really care. She's like, go for it. You know, have at it. To the point where he didn't realize she said it. They uh, they went on this long backstory stroll, walking around the yeah. fucking uh, bee bee farm and shit. And uh, same deal. Same deal with uh, Mister Summers out. He uh, basically laid out, you know, the the whole origin of uh, the fucking thing here. But he did not have a god complex. Unlike our character in 06, huge god complex. I am so Summer's Isle. I'm the whole yeah, island. She's like the matriarch fucking yeah. Illuminati fucking Anunnaki leader over right. here. Wow. 
wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's like, she's in the leaves. She's in the fucking wind and shit. Like, she's really buying into her bullshit hard. Hard. Yeah. And, uh, yo, dude, played by Ellen Burstyn. Like, what the fuck are you doing, woman? Like, she's like one of the greatest actors ever. Just getting that check. Like, girl. who? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck happened to you that you agree to do this? Full Cage is, 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 has been engaged by now. Like, he's, he's really losing it. Really losing it. Because this is where... um. He's kind of like at a fever pitch right now because like time is of the essence. He, he's getting really frantic. So now he's just basically just scouring um, the city for Rowan. And yeah. he was like, he, I think he broke back into the complex of, uh, of Summer's Isle. Most unnecessary force shit was put in here now. In 73, like when he's going to town to town, everyone is kind of showing how they're getting ready for, you know, May Day, as they call it, which was the festival for life and death. Um, yeah. So and then you, 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 yeah, while he's busting through everyone's house, everyone's like sort of just kind of. I'm talking about the original. Everyone's just sort of kind of messing with him, and uh, the, the 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 camera movement in that scene is so like like uncharacteristically frantic, and and they they start using these weird angles, and you start to see he's kind of losing it a little bit. You know what I like when, uh, whenever he gets um, how Sergeant Howe in uh, 73s, whenever he's like fucked with, and he's not feeling the moment. They do a quick uh, zoom to his face, and it's like it's, yeah, speaking, it's the only time they do of it. Quick, speaking of quick zoom, um, remember we had we had the the scene where Nick Cage goes to the airplane to do whatever. In the original, how uh, wants to get the fuck out of there? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he's not he's not waiting around anymore. He said, uh, "I'm going back. I'm getting some more fucking cops, and Hell we're gonna yeah. come over here to to fucking knock some heads together." He goes there. He goes to his plane. It does. It's it's clearly been fucked with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can yeah. see. You, you can see, you can see while while he's um, trying to get the thing started. Uh, you see, uh, uh, back at the shore, some village people start slowly creeping up, wearing 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 those right. animal masks. Right, and that was so fucking eerie. That's when it started getting. That's when I I, I start. I, I kind of got chills at this part because it, it's um, like a wide shot showing these people kind of peering up. Just and there's like six or seven of them. And then it does that thing all of a sudden where it's a wide shot and then quick zoom in on these fucking weirdos. It was and kinda, that was it was kind of really dumb creepy. to me. It was kind of dumb to me because I was like, really? Yeah, because like they showed up just to like show up and walk away and like no, they weren't they weren't seen by him. It was like it, yeah. it, it was basically for the audience to be like, oh fuck, they did it. But it's like we get it, we get it that they did it. You know, you could you could at least. I, just, I just thought like we we hadn't seen them in in um in these masks before, or true. I don't think so. No, we haven't. And we then haven't. all of a sudden they're they're just like kind of showing their true faces sort of like they're like their real faces were the mask and their masks are their real identities <clears throat> and they're, 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 they they uh, do you remember uh, the shining yeah that scene where where the mom is running through the hotel at the end and then they show that dude in the the dog costume like blowing a guy on the bed yeah what the fuck was that <laughs> and then they and then it was like a long shot and then quick zoom in yeah that, was that disturbing. freaked me the fuck out yeah, man yeah, yeah. and it was kind of similar thing when these animal mask people showed up I will say that's probably a re- revelation of like the whole town's in on it type of deal. That could be, yeah. That could have been the whole purpose of that shot. I- I'll-, I'll give him that. Uh, you didn't really get that here. You just got basically everyone's fucking with Cage. And um, <laughs> oh, but it- there was a really riveting scene where like um, in '73 when he was like uh, running through shit, he was checking coffins trying to find the little girl, and he came across a dead body missing a fucking hand. And uh, oh, right. when he went back to get some rest at the uh, inn where Willow and um, <clears throat> the uh, effeminate uh, beach was there, um, they were like whispering, you know, about how to like put him to sleep so he won't wake up. 
and they were grabbing some type of weird candle or something, right, to like to have this fume to keep him asleep. And Hal was awake this whole time, so he was waiting on his chance to like you know get up and run once they leave whatever trap they have for him. When he wakes up, it's a fucking hand, yeah, <laughs> with like each fingertip did, lit. Did that imply that their little concoction worked, and he woke up like several hours later? He didn't, cause uh, he he woke up right before they did it. Like so, he saw the hand. Uh. And knocked okay. it down, but it was the hand of the fucking dead body from earlier. Dude, how 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 devastating would a cross kick from How be? <laughs> First of all, like it'll be it, it'll be a kick of death because he's he's very devout <laughs> Christian dude, so it's like a Jesus kick. You got the power of Christ, yeah, fucking a white light. A white light will flash. <laughs> dude, this guy was like a level fifty paladin. <laughs> That's how. That's how fuck your shit's gonna be. <laughs> Whereas Nick Nick Cage is like a level twelve fucking dual wielding daggers with with fucking different stats, yeah, he's fucking and he's asking troll. everybody to give him shit. Like I'm new to this game. Um, can you help me? Hello. He, he rolled twos all the time, bro. He's just, he's not <laughs> he's not accomplishing shit. Cause he's um, he's the he's the he's the one that you go into a difficult boss fight and then fucking steals the most rare piece of loot and then runs away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or, you piece of shit. Or he quits like right before the boss <laughs> battle happens. Like he gets what he wants and he's gone. You're like you fucking asshole. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he um he basically wrote like uh, Nick Cage uh, in, in in the 06 version rolls up on Rose and Rose is uh <laughs> on a bike. And the, you know the festival's about to go down, and we get this amazing scene that did not happen in '73, because uh, you know the the scene we just spoke of happened. So we get we get a bike robbery, <laughs> <laughs> bike jacking. <laughs> that was hilarious. Cage pulls a gun on Rose, and, and I, what well, you know, when, my first view in GameStop, I'm like, okay, stop everything you're doing. We got to watch the rest of it. This is getting crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> so he's like, step away from the bike, and uh, you know. He just jacks the bike from Rose and just really and like Rose is kind of like over it, <laughs> kind of in a sense. But he's really pissed, dude. And, he, and like when he when he ransacks the town to find Willow, he's like being an absolute angry douche. Like, uh, uh, because there was a scene where uh, you know little girls are wearing masks. And, <laughs> Take that shit off! And he <laughs> rips it off of their face. He rips it off their face versus how just axing them sternly to take the mask off but he, yeah and then and, uh, Nick Cage is ruining Halloween with how in the original that was more of like a like a desperation thing this was like a last ditch effort That's, right this was the his last resort thing you know ordinarily he would never do this but this is he he's really feeling the feeling the clock run out yeah, Cage is just slapping fucking mask off children left and right this shit is fucking hilarious <laughs> he's ruining Halloween He's just being an <laughs> asshole. This is he so takes fucking... girls' candy. Yeah, dude. Like he was smacking shit off of apples. tables. Yeah, shit was getting slapped off tables. Even though um um how was doing it too, he'll slap because it was a uh, there was two dolls like put in a precarious sexual position. He slapped it off the bed. So he was still kind of like being stern and like you know it's uh, it filthy filth you know. Yeah, but 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 still this this kind of behavior was really uncharacteristic of right. him with like, really emphasizing the desperation of the moment. But but also showing how still restrained he was because he only took it out on something yeah. when no one could see him. Versus Cage going shit crazy, bro, in front of everybody. <laughs> oh man! And then um he uh, goes back to the shore for some reason, mm -hmm. and that that's when he sees the the little fairy. 
Right, because he because because he yeah. didn't have his own plane like like the uh, seventy three version. So then, yeah, dude, dude, how he flew that bitch in himself? He's a fucking G. But what's so crazy, and that's pretty impressive. You're a cop and a pilot, but um, yeah. Anyway, uh, and a and a C a seaplane pilot for Christ's sake, very impressive. But uh, what's so crazy to me <clears throat> with the old Nick Cage deal is when he went back to the pier. Um, the fucking plane was like in the water, <laughs> like in it. All you see is a wing jutting out of the water, like it's gone. Like there's no radio to touch or nothing. It's destroyed, and you find the uh, the because like this is where they're really trying to you know force feed you some horror elements. He finds the guy that flew it because it was his fault that he brought him there, even though it wasn't. He's dead as fuck, and they like sewed his mouth didn't, all crazy. Didn't he have to bribe that guy at the beginning? He fucking bribed him. He fucking bribed him. But what was even crazier is he was Kate was technically invited by them. So why would you kill him? Well, I get he. I mean, he, he wasn't a pilot. He had no other way to get there. That's what I'm saying. So it was like, why, why, why kill him? Like he, they, he literally did what you asked him to. You dumbass. Um, no, don't you remember when he was bribing him? The guy, uh, the the pilot or whatever. He said he had some kind of arrangement with the island and was really hesitant to to r- rustle any feathers nah, with them. Nah, that was still stupid. That was still stupid. Unless unless they just wanted, to, unless they were gonna kill. Unless the arrangement was once he brings Cage eventually. He was gonna die regardless because he knew Cage was at the island. So that that, that could have been just like a loose end tied up type deal. Because hey, can I mention real quick? We're having a really nice episode today. This is just like informative and really on the track today. Yeah, I mean, which is really uncharacteristic of us. It is, but it's what's going on? <laughs> I, I, I blame the original because if we if I didn't watch the original, I probably wouldn't have been so steadfast on like comparing it because I really like seventy three's version. Like I really yeah, we'd like be it. over here like if we had only seen the, the remake, we'd be over here making beef supreme jokes the entire Man, hour. We'd be talking about uh, Nick Cage's karate uh, regimen. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna get there. Oh, we we're are. gonna get there in just oh, no, a second. No. I think I think we're gonna let loose once we get to the part because we're, we're really we're really trying to like we're just being buttoned up and preserved, and we're gonna cage out <laughs> when shit gets real. Actually, you know what? That that comes up right now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. This shit is amazing. He get, he, go, he goes back to the inn. And uh, he he um you got the innkeeper talking to uh who who was she talking to? She was talking to uh was it young Helen? Hunt? No 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 she was talking to that the, the first chick that uh approached Cage on the island because she basically laid out right, the fact right, that right. I killed the guy everything's sewn up and then they see uh they see Cage Cage is like sweating he is fucking not dude okay. he's entering he's entering in like he's entering a boss battle bro Cage was ready like he was not he was one hundred percent. Full cage ready, bro. <laughs> this is it. Or you, you, it's you over. Yeah, cage? it's over. Yeah, yeah here yeah, it is. Exactly. Baby. You wanted, you wanted this motherfucker. You, you, <laughs> you asked for it, and here he comes. And I, I, I loved. I just loved the look on his face of like he was tasting something sour, <laughs> and he just. This, this is when the movie just evolves Dude, into madness. This movie turns it up to eleven, bro. Because I, I, I didn't know where it was going, and I would have never in a million years guessed this was the direction it was about to take. Because uh, Be- uh, Beach, the uh, the burly uh, innkeeper lady, she was gonna get put on a bear suit because that was her yeah. suit, that was her thing. Meanwhile, around this time, uh, your boy Hal was doing research on on their pagan sacrifice ritual. So you're you're seeing on a book of uh the three roles, the prominent roles that are played in this ritual and what they do. You had Punch, which was like a uh, fool who played a king for a day. Uh, they got yeah. a guy who's basically it's a phallic symbol, but it's it's a guy that's like a guy slash you know horse, 
But it's basically a dude with a tent over his body and a horse head sticking out. You know that's his dick. Right, right. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Come on, guys. And then, I, I like in in the in the, in seventy three while he's doing his re in uh he's doing his research at the library. There's this little old lady sitting next to him, and the whole time he's like, "These sick people. What is the matter with them?" He only did it once. <laughs> and then, he only did it once because poor little old lady is just like, "What the fuck?" No, dude, I, I had a different vibe because he was thinking he was reading in his mind at first. So we had like we had like a inner inner dialogue reading right. And she's staring yeah. at him as if she can hear his thoughts. <laughs> it was so weird to me. The way that she was staring at him, because he was saying some fucked up shit in his head, and she still stared at him as if he said it out loud. So he just said, fuck it. And said, like, surely you're not going to fucking really go through with that. My God. And uh, so, like, you, you get a nice fleshed out backstory of mm-hmm. what the actual, you know, uh, mysterious thing is going to be and what role he'll need to play. So when things happen later, it makes sense of why he's able to assimilate so easily into the fucking uh, uh, ritual procession. And the little parade that he finds right. himself in. Meanwhile, your boy Nick Cage just fucking sees Beach, looks her dead in her fucking eye sockets, and proceeds to punch the shit out of her dick. Just twats her right in the mouth. No, He doesn't say anything. No, <laughs> nope. Nothing to say here. Nothing is Yuck. needed to be said. Because they, they already had beef from Jump Street. Like, when they first met, they, they were not on good terms ever. So he... <laughs> He was he was savoring that punch, dude. He it was one hit a quitter, bro. Like one one hit, she's out. Hit her right in the fucking button, dude. Ronda Rousey, her ass, dog. Just knocked her straight the fuck out. Uh, brutal, fucking brutal, dude. And he proceeds to put on the bear suit, which I have to say, um, I never knew it was on my bucket list, John. But seeing Nick Cage punching women in a bear suit, <laughs> I, I didn't know it was on my list, man. But it, but it was when I saw it. I was like, oh. My fucking But we forget, God. before he puts on the bear suit, we get the... Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, break break this down. So, like, Helen, Helen Hunt Jr. shows up, and she's like a raving lunatic, dude. And she goes full bore on him and attacks him. Jumps on his back, even though she kind of wanted to fuck him for some weird reason. Yeah. But jumps on his back, and they're fucking battling. Please tell us what went down, dude. I, I like how, all right, they, they proceed to, to you, know, you know struggle for a little bit. And uh, he, uh, Nick Cage, gets her behind. Uh, I mean, uh, against the wall for a little bit, and he he proceeds to do uh, some some fucking boxing moves on her, even though he could take her out so easily. You didn't have to pull out that technique, man. Oh, like I, I like how he has the whole southpaw thing going on. Yeah, just kind of throws yeah, a couple yeah. of throws a couple of right hands at her. Because you would think you and would then, think the chick he knocked the she, fuck out would give him more of a fight, but like Helen Hunt Jr. <laughs> Is like literally giving him like a run for his money for a little bit. It's so fucking funny. And then, well, he's had enough, and he proceeds to give her the biggest fucking Bruce Lee cross kick to the chest, and she goes fucking flying against the wall. She hits the wall so hard that her eyes roll to the back of her head. <laughs> Passes out from the excruciating pain. And you know what? I I thought I thought we were about, I thought we were about to add one to the body count right there. Like, <laughs> you know Jesus. what? Let's add one because I'm gonna say her fucking ribs like pierced her insides, <laughs> and she bled out internally, dude. Because she she looked like she was in bad shape. Wait, did, wait, did she resurface at the end? I don't think she did. Because everybody else had that reveal no, at yeah, the end. No, yeah, she was there. She did okay. not die. No. Okay, <laughs> was she wearing an iron lung? <laughs> <laughs> They just they just wheel her in in this nineteen fifteen <laughs> technology. She's she's looking out of the window from a life flight helicopter like you motherfucker. I want to see it burn with like that, with that 
with that Metallica song playing in the background about the World War One soldier. <laughs> Darkness imprisoning me. How did I see? <laughs> she got a fucking halo on, and there's a tear coming down her eye when the when the Wicked Man lights up. Oh my god! So she uh she she's practically dead, but uh he, he leaves, and he's in full bear regalia. Uh, <laughs> fucking rolling through. <laughs> Full bear regalia. That's, a, <laughs> that's putting it way too sophisticatedly. But he, he infiltrates the parade. Uh, not not as epic a battle in 73, uh, but very cool. Because after he knocks down the weird, creepy-ass hand candle, he rolls up on fucking uh, the guy that was going to play Punch, the, uh, the, the fool jester, and uh, proceeds to just wallop him in the back of the fucking dome and lays his ass out. Yeah, it was it was classy. This that that, that little knockout that he did was classy. You well, just he, fucking well, one and done in the he back was super of the head. Feminine and the way he went, I was ah. He just <laughs> that's it. That's all you needed to do. No Night, cross yeah. kicks. No fucking. Yeah. No squaring up, looking him dead into the eyes. Like <laughs> no no fucking Mortal Kombat boss battle theme going on. <laughs> And he, you, know, and he you, you do it, you do it, and you get out of there. And he puts on the fool costume, which is um really, really interesting, really, really interesting. So the fool, yeah, the fool, which comes up later as a plot point. Yes, huge plot point. Um, yeah. Then we get to uh, basically uh, as a bear, he he infiltrates the deal, and he runs up on Willow, and it's like, hey Willow, I'm here. Uh, you know, we're gonna save. Uh, what's her face? Um, what's that chick's name? Uh, Rowan. Rowan. And she's like, well, wow. uh, yeah, uh, also as a little, we're, we're hopping back and forth between the remake and the original. I hope to, uh, for the audience's audience's sake, we're making it clear which one we're talking about. I think we, I think we did. Okay. I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Like, like if anything seems very poignant and resolute, just know that it's not. Oh, six. <laughs> yeah. That's not the movie. That is the focus today. If anything sounds compelling. It's not. Oh, six. Just <laughs> BT dubs. So, Cage is, and mind you, I, I've been saying Sergeant Howe this whole time, and I keep saying Nick Cage. That's for a fucking reason, dude. But uh, Cage is looking at uh, Willow and is like, hey, bitch, um, you know, I'm here to save the day. And she's like, what? Like, she still seemed out of it, which is really pissing me the fuck off. I was like, why are you Why are you trying with her? I know she's hot. I know you outkicked your coverage. I get it. But come on, man. Move on, bro. Move the fuck on. Just leave now. So... He goes in to rescue Willow because Willow is finally resurfacing. Everyone sees her finally. And, uh, Rowan, you mean? I'm sorry. Yeah, Rowan. Uh, everyone finally sees her, and he runs to the rescue to save her. Right? Cole cops right, the now, fuck the, out the, of a chair. The, no, the, this part, this part where um, actually, uh, yeah, where Nick Cage finds Rowan, um, it, I don't know, with with the, the way it's shot, it's not really kind of. Climatic. It's not. It's not. It's not, it, no, no, no. It's not climactic, and it's not really emphasized. Like, oh yeah, that's Rowan right there. Whereas yeah. in the in in the original, you got that classic wide shot and then mm, quick zoom in quick real zoom quick, right into to, just to emphasize mouth. that's who I'm looking for. Exactly. But he basically runs uphill, uphill in a bear suit and just punches the living shit out of a chick. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like Sister Beast. What's wrong? Brow. <laughs> patented <laughs> right hook to the face in a bear suit in a bear suit just it's it's as ludicrous as it sounds dude it's just oh my god so he he, he grabs rowan and he's like he's running he can't hold her anymore so she, she 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 basically leads him you know to the promised land same deal happens here when um when uh in the 73 in the remake he basically assimilates into the uh into the procession 
and yeah. uh, Christopher Lee, uh, his character was basically like a cross-dressing uh, priestess type deal. Like he had a long black wig, and that was his deal. And he was like kind of goading, um, even though he knew he knew from Jump Street that that wasn't uh, the the bartender guy. And yeah, but still kind of uh, like uh, uh, play, you know, playing yeah. along. Like, hey, so, uh, yeah. what's wrong? Start uh, dancing. This yeah. isn't how you. This and, isn't how you're supposed to be dancing. So he totally participates in the fucking rituals because he has a he has this like weird uh, little, f- little flogging device with a pillow on the end of it, and he was just hitting chicks in the butt, which uh, pretty dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the last bit of fun. Just, uh, FY, FYI to the listeners, uh, in the original, this is way before he he encounters. This is, I mean, before he encounters Rowan. They're you know just, they're just uh, doing their little festivities or whatever you know what? before we're, the main the main sacrifice or whatever. We're doing a huge dis- uh, disservice to uh, to Willow's character because we we forgot to mention the night before all this went down. Willow tried right. to get him to fuck her, and that was another song. It was another. It was actually a song all about. You know, getting getting in his room and hit this shit is going to be amazing. <laughs> Basically, I'm yeah, pre- that, that's put it, that's putting it so crudely. <laughs> but that's what she was seeing. That's yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Basically, that's what she's saying. But she, um, Willow, yeah. the 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 innkeep's daughter, she's in another room. Um, uh, how he's in uh, another room? They're, they're adjacent rooms, right? And then they go into this musical number. She's naked and she's real. She's uh, seducing him through song, and it really kind of. It kind of um, <laughs> implies that she has some kind of um, some kind of power because through song alone, like th- this, how's integrity is tested so hard, dude. He through this because he's sweating beads yeah, and like, he's uh, going up to the yeah. wall where 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 Willow is kind of pounding against the the the, the you know yeah, to yeah. the beat. She's pounding against the wall to the beat of the music, and then. Uh, how is on the other side of that wall just really writhing, really struggling not to get over there not writhing to, in bone not, uh, yeah he was yeah because he's a virgin like like that, that, that's when it was very prevalent so like i think if i was a 40 something year old virgin i'll probably be in the same amount of excruciating pain i'm sure he pre-came pretty hard dude <laughs> There's a lot going on yeah There's a lot going on and she was butt-ass naked butt-ass naked you saw everything like she was dancing so hard that, like, even though her back was to you, you still saw her like her cooch. It was yeah. insanity. And, yeah, and, and I'm saying, you know, as as hot as that scene was, it was just a beautiful, uh, beautiful, uh, like lesson in acting. Mm-hmm. It was just so good, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have, I would have lost. I would have bust through that wall like the fucking Kool Aid Man, bro. Just, oh yeah, oh, they wouldn't have gotten past oh, the first yeah. fucking verse. Oh yeah, as soon as she like tapped the wall, I'm like, hello, you, you want me? To, you want me to come? <laughs> The fucking as soon as like the first strum of the guitar goes down downstairs, I'm like, oh, oh, you want me? You want me in there? You want me? You you want you you want me? You want me? You have any prophylactics? You have any? uh, How you want to do this? Yeah, (laughs) but what's so weird? If if seventy three's version, if he would have fucked her, would he have survived? Because he wouldn't have been a virgin. I think so. I think so because um, bitch. His his fate at the end was completely contingent on his um on his morals and being so dutiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So you should have fucked her. Isn't that isn't that a bitch? Isn't that a bitch? You you could have had a time. You do life. everything right, doing everything by the books, and you pay. And in the end, the horrible price. Holy shit! So <laughs> so that didn't happen on the uh, 06 version, but we basically get uh, chicks getting punched, and he and she leads him. She leads him to the fucking. Uh, like through the woods and stuff because he can't care anymore 
and he's just stupidly following Nick Cage. Um, so <laughs> once they get to the clearing, everyone is over there waiting, like the entire fucking colony or whatever. Yeah, she called the colony. The entire yeah. colony, uh, I guess it's a play on the beehive thing. Um, sitting there waiting for him, and Rowan runs to their arms. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh, plot twist. And, and it was, it, it could have been a good twist, but I felt like it was way too heavy handed and terribly delivered because uh, everyone started revealing themselves, right? So the lady. But I'm, not, I'm not saying it, it wasn't like totally, it wasn't totally not obvious in the uh, original because you figure it out in the original. Like, no, you, oh, you, you figure they, they it out. You figure it out because of like, just, you know, schematically they laid it out so perfectly to where you can you know if you have any sense you can see where it's going because it's laid out i mean like he's the fool you know what i mean like yeah it, it, it is laid out to where you know and, and then us watching the original i mean the remake you know and then, and then going back to the original you already know where it's going but it's so well laid out to where even if you didn't know what was happening it makes perfect sense it was just very yeah. very professionally written and done <laughs> versus this hot garbage because um the 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 car accident from earlier in the movie with the little girl and the lady they're there which is for some reason stupid the lady cop is there which is for stupid Fucking um so dumb. so what the so what did he see at the beat like who what, what did he just like stop next to an abandoned car on the side of the road or they try to make it seem like that but no they were there but i don't know how they escaped and i don't know who hit who drove into the the car to make it blow up in the first place like no but because remember the, the flash uh during some yeah. of the flashbacks he would look in and the car and it won't be there it won't be in there but it was still that's still weird that's like, like that was such a there was no real payoff to that stupid ass shit they added in there. They were trying to have a horror element and it failed miserably because there was no payoff, dude. It, it wasn't even clear. But they but but there had to be a point for them for them to like stand how they were standing together, like the cop and the two victims, like to stand right by yeah. each other. Like I felt like that was to prove that they were in on it. And it was like to it was like they're trying to make it seem like they were purposely breaking him down mentally to come out like like they're trying to add his psychosis. Is that was also part of their plan, which is fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Yeah, and they're um the the strategy in the remake, uh like wait playing the really long game with their yeah. sacrifices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, let's let's trick this guy, let's um let's have him procreate with this woman, have a child, let's wait eight years, and then we can uh, sacrifice no, him to I get don't, go to harvest. That I don't think happened. I feel like that that is uh I think what happened was the crops went bad. And they were trying to figure out why, and they realized, oh, uh, you know, he's half jackass from from the outside world. It's his fault. So let's kill him to like make shit right. You you think you think it was because an outsider got mixed in with yeah with someone on the inside? Yeah. I think I think that's why they made a point of uh, that's not her daughter. That that's but, why. But that, then you 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 take you take into account the, the epilogue of this movie. The six months later, what the fuck are they doing then? They're playing the long game. They're I don't. What are they doing? This part is hilarious because they basically let him know that he fell for it. It's a huge fucking trap, and they start to surround his ass. Like four chicks get treated to the same <laughs> debilitating cross kick to the chest. It was like this overhead the fal shot, the falcon kick to the chest. <laughs> it was like an overhead shot as everywhere rushes him, 
and he gives it his best fucking shot, dude. He's fucking just caving it chest hey, left and right. To, to his credit, he took a couple of them out. Yeah, like six women are gonna have breast cancer by the end of this fucking. <laughs> hey, no, hey, no, you know, you know what? I think we should add those to the body count because they're fucked. <laughs> you ain't surviving that shit. It was some like a five finger punch of death type shit with his feet. You know, I'm, I'm going to assume they are dead because a, I didn't see them at, later. That's true. They, they, they did get, they did fold up and just hit the ground. <laughs> you never saw, you never saw I, I, I'm watching, I'm watching that scene right now. I'm going to count those. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see anybody sporting, uh, uh, you know, like favoring their injuries later on in the movie. So they, they could be dead. It could be. Yeah. Casual but, well, whereas, whereas Helen Hunt jr. You see her at the end. Yeah, she's so she's she bleeding. Made it. She's bleeding eternally though. <laughs> Moss cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in a full body cast. <laughs> yeah. Shards of glass are still on her spine. She got. She, she can only she can only communicate with, through fucking uh, fucking telegraph. <laughs> oh fuck! So so they hold him to they hold him down to the ground, right? And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Mind you, this did not happen in '73. None of this shit. So he's on the ground, and uh, they go full misery on his ass. <laughs> they get <laughs> they get a, a pile of wood, put it underneath his his, uh, his ankles, and uh, he's pleading with them, you know, uh, which is what was a poignant scene in the original. He's pleading with them, saying like, "Doing this won't bring your crops back. You know, this is not how things work." But the difference between 06's pleading versus uh, 1973's pleading was the clashing of uh religion you know uh he kept pleading yeah. in the name of god you know uh the whole night like you know uh, j- j- just one moment just one moment um i just passed that scene where they try to hold him down he took out two people with straight cross kicks to the chest <laughs> there's only two i felt like he i felt like he was going for a while <laughs> i felt like six women caught it okay two so- of them both of them with were with cross kicks so rest in peace you two <laughs> So like, um, no, you were saying you were saying um, in the seventy three this it was the clashing of ideologies yeah, yeah. and the way this and, guy and, was because um, he's 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 pleading he's like this won't do it and and he looked at him he's like even though even if y'all kill me just know this is murder know what you're doing is wrong and yeah. it's like and he points to Christopher Lee and he's like motherfucker like even if if your crops don't come back they're gonna kill you because you're the fucking king they're coming they're, yeah they're coming for you and, and and Christopher Lee is so resolute I will be missed beliefs. he says I will be missed right. Like and and Christopher Lee is so resolute in his beliefs, he's like, it will not fail, it will not fail. Just straight face, like you need to die. Yeah. This isn't gonna fail, and and that was the horror of it because he's not even being restrained. Uh, uh, in the seventy three, uh, Sergeant Howell. Yeah, they 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 make it up um a point to see that there is no escape. The only way is to jump off this cliff where exactly. you are uh, and onto these horrible rocks. Exactly. Oh yeah, those jagged ass beautiful it, rocks it, with the wings. This is gonna crashing. happen. Ah, and what I what I really rocks. what I really liked what I really liked is when they were carrying um, how they were carrying him to the wicker man and you don't see it yet you just see his reaction first and the horror yeah and he zoomed and into his panic. face again and he zoomed into his face again which was fucking brilliant it was just a, this genuine dread and, oh, and fear man. and his march to the wicker man was like so much worse because like number one uh, what happened to Nick Cage was he got he got his knees caved in like a guy got a huge sledgehammer caved in both of his fucking kneecaps one at a time very slowly it was fucked up it was fucked up i didn't see it coming i thought it was gruesome slash hilarious even though this yeah. was this was probably the best acting nick cage did because he was like really like in, in pain it which looked, is saying something yeah <laughs> like 
you chose this scene to fucking put over. But and if I if I re, if I remember correctly, like the, the in the remake, the 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 Wicker Man was like fucking three stories tall, whereas in in the original, wasn't it like not that big? One story. It was one story, and and it, and it, yeah, and yeah, it wasn't just, like just a whole enough lot to of... fit a man in the in the top, right? Also, to make it like not so weird of how the fuck did y'all make this? It was like okay, well I could believe that. You know, it's like making yeah, it's, it's just t- taller than that. Maybe you know a Mardi Gras float, like tw- twelve feet, twelve feet tall. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, the other one was like a fucking towering majesty of like fucking just it, ar- it, architecture. Yeah. It was insane. And they had to put him in like a. It was, like, a, it was a marvel of engineer. It was a marvel of engineering that thing, dude. That they're gonna burn to the ground. Like, and, th- dude, <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys farm apples. How the fuck did you do this? And they had a built-in elevator that they like made of a fucking crane system, and it was just like, oh come on. <laughs> like it, it really took away from the horror of what was going on, rather than just having a large man climb a ladder and throw you in. You know, it just I don't know. And uh, it was stupid. But they basically hobbled his legs, and then they uh for Dick Cage, we're jumping back to 06. So. This is the infamous scene. <laughs> Not only did they bash in his kneecaps backwards, uh, because he's allergic to bees, they just said, fuck it, let's give him some bees. And they got like a uh, cage to go over his head, no pun intended, go over his face, and they uh, poured bees down his uh, the cage to have bees sting him the fuck up. Where uh, Cage then yells, which I'm, I'm putting in here. You know. what, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I'm my eyes! Hey guys, please do not put bees in here. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Isn't that the famous line? Verbatim. Verbatim. Uh, you nailed it. So, I also liked how he was yelling about his eyes, which I, I appreciate the ad lib, but I don't appreciate the CG text. Not even <laughs> not even helping him out. Didn't put any bees in his eyes. <laughs> he screamed about his eyes. But they did not like. First of all, why would you scream about the eyes when you're gonna see the Wicker Man uh, in a couple of frames, dude? Like, what's the point of you yelling about your eyes? So he 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 oversells it. He oversells the bees. It is so stupid. And he passes out. And Moss hits him with his last EpiPen like a fucking cunt. And was like, "It's not your time yet." Well, bitch, why even sting him? Why? Like, there was no point of the bees, honestly and truly. It was just like, hey. Uh, we got to find a way to smack in this bee imagery that we've been selling so hard this whole fucking bee movie. imagery. <laughs> they were doing it, dude. I don't know that that, that sounded funny. Bee imagery, <laughs> but they were they were totally like, you know, you, you got you got your queen bee, which is a high high matriarch uh, uh, super nachos. Uh, <laughs> you had her, you had her who was basically the queen bee. All her worker bees who were the sisters, you know what I mean? And then you got your drones, like like, and then outside of her yard is a fucking beehive. Um, hey, quick, quick question in in uh, regarding the drones. Did they have like their tongues cut out or something? I'm assuming so, and, and I felt like they they should have showed that because the guy couldn't talk. None of them could talk. Yeah, you remember when he went to the like I think it was the inn or something. He tried to talk to one guy. And he just made like a weird guttural noise. Yeah, yeah, it was sad. It was so sad and pathetic. But yeah, they never brought that up. Nah, they they really didn't. It's it was a poor job on them. So. Yeah. And, oh no, sorry. I, I wanted to go back to, to you know the bees scene because I, I, I think we watched two different versions of the movie because when they they grabbed him to take him to the Wicker Man, he just sort of like they just sort of faded out and played audio of yeah, them because it was too brutal because they wanted to keep the PG thirteen rating uh, for the theater. Yeah, that, the that's theater. what I saw. They I saw they only the played audio of him getting his shit fucked up, yeah. and they completely omitted the the bees. 
yeah, in this is, version, which, is terrible. Uh, which which I, was weird to me because I, I went on YouTube before and saw the B scene. Like, wait, where was that? Was this a deleted scene? Or was... Also, I love how he was yelling, "You bitches!" You bitches! <laughs> you bitches! And it's like uh, it, it took me out of it because it was so fucking funny. And and versus you know, um, 1973 when they're when they're carting him toward the Wicker Man, he's he's pleading to God in Christ. You know? yeah, he's like he's like reciting scripture and shit. He's yeah, he's singing um, hymns. Even and shit. even he's in his out. last moments, he's he's sticking he's to his faith, right? Which is which is like a yeah. Let's 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 just end let's end seventy three because we're actually doing two movies at the same time, which is pretty fucking cool. We yeah, kind of. This is the first time we've done it, kind of like this hard since I think Old Boy maybe. Well, uh, we 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 kind of did it with Judge Dredd. Well, nah, not really, not really. It was, yeah, it was more like passing mentions to the yeah, remake, huh? Yeah. This one, this one became a dual movie, but like, what's so crazy? Well, I mean, and it deserves it. But what's so crazy with um, with the seventy three version when they finally put him in the Wicker Man? Like, that was the horror. Him slowly being burned to death. Yeah, you know, ha- having the flames slowly approach him and like seeing the smoke gradually get thicker and thicker, and the flames getting closer and closer. Which are, I'm like, how are and they if, doing if this? I, if I remember correctly, it was filmed like inside the Wicker Man. I think yes. Where, you got where, whereas the 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 remake it was like shot from outside like you 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 can see Nick Cage through the Wicker Man right uh, yelling and through shit. the Wicker Man where, yeah, and then in, in the original it was like really claustrophobic you were in there with with right. Hal Suffer. you were being burnt to death along with him that was freaky that was a brilliant shot because like you it, it made it worse like you didn't have to have your knees fucking <laughs> knocked backwards like a raptor bro like you just you know just having him be, just being in there with them knowing these are his final moments and him realizing that this is the end and then when he um he chastised them he like com- commends them all to hell uh which yeah. is like interesting because of uh you know d- depending on your beliefs you know what i mean but it's like when, when you have your beliefs kind of like face to face with somebody else's and you almost see similarities to where you know the whole uh, oh because like um it was an earlier conversation between christopher lee and the actor where uh these butt naked chicks are jumping through flames and shit and they're trying to get you know an immaculate conception basically and he's sc- right. and 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 how scoffs at it and he's like well isn't your shit kind of based on that too somebody getting impregnated by a ghost and it kind of was like a nice you know fuck you <laughs> to how you know what we missed um before before how even finds rowan in the original mm-hmm. they did this little ritual where they where the villagers would um oh. ju- would would, would uh, hop underneath these blades and it was like a game of chance and you would pop your head under these blades that other people were holding right. and it was like the shape of a star or whatever yeah like it was a and, seven swordsman and they crossed their swords to where it looked like a almost a star of david-ish type deal and in the yeah, middle- i think it's like it's like a wiccan thing a magic symbol possibly or yes. whatever and um, you know, you'd pop your head under, and it was a game of chance. Uh, you, uh, someone would get their head chopped off at random, and you'd had uh, you had how uh, like obviously nervous. He'd pop his head in, and then okay, he's fine. Yeah, and then we got a nice red herring where the chick who I I, I really like that was actually a brilliant um, misdirection they did because like yeah oh yeah that the, was tense. There was a chick dressed up as a hare. I'm glad you brought that up. We we do got to talk about that. It was a chick dressed up as a hare. And they kept referring to the missing person, Rowan, as a hair constantly. Yeah. So when I saw the chick in the hair costume, I swore up and down it was uh, it was a uh, Rowan. So when the hair got underneath the thing to you know to, to for the head, beheading thing to see if they're gonna pass, it was her turn to get her hair cut off, and they chopped her head off. But it was a little girl with a false head above her, 
So it was a yeah, nice yeah. little juke. And I was like, oh, shit, they're fucking with everyone, man. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, back to, uh, back, back to the end of 73. Well, uh, you know, like when he's in there, he's like praying and this is really brutal, dude. And he fucking dies. And like, as he's like trying to sing his hymn and trying to like, you know, pray and, and pray to his God, you know, everyone else is like fucking jovial as shit singing their fucking happiest yeah. Song they got in the repertoire, dude, and they're just like the way that they're dancing is like the happiest, you know, two closed fist swaying side to side, having a great time. And meanwhile, this dude is dying horribly. Yeah. And uh, that's the fucking movie for uh, '73, dude. It was just bummer city, bro. Yeah, like, man. The hit- even like it, it's awesome. Like even in the face of being burnt alive, this guy just stuck to his guns. And all day, man. Hey, 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 God, if there's a heaven, let this guy in. Come yeah. on. Back to our boy Nick Cage. Not not as poignant a death. You were more like, I will say the only thing they did kind of funny was uh, having his own daughter set the blaze to the Wicker Man. Yeah, that was kind of funny. He's like, no, no I, I, actually, no, I kind of like that one. Yeah, he's yeah. pleading with her, like, baby, no, oh Jesus. That was kind of. Yeah, I like funny. how he was so affectionate towards her, like, dude, you don't even know her, and she just tricked you. I know. He's like, come on, baby, just. <laughs> This Come on, baby. This war woman, oh, this fucking Elvis impression from Wild at Heart. <laughs> nice. All right, so um, you, you got to tell me about the six months later shit because I didn't catch that. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. Again, um, this we must have watched two different no, versions because I, I didn't. I didn't finish the rest of that. I'm telling you, like, like, like when I saw they cut out the fucking hobbling and bee, bee murder. Uh, I mean, bee torture scene. Yeah. I I jumped out of that film. And then I just saw the rest of it to where uh, the the because st- all I remember was the uh, Wicked Man collapsing. You know, you get a you know 19, a 2006 in your face shot of the head falling off into your face and having debris hit. And I thought that was the fucking movie. I didn't know there was a uh, yeah. I can't remember a six months later. So you got to talk to me about it. Well, after Nick Cage is burned to death, we're treated to what says on the screen in fucking papyrus font. Six months later. <laughs> I swear! I swear to God, it's papyrus font. Go like look back at the fu- all the font in this movie. It's papyrus. Um, and they they cut to like down. Like, I'm guessing it's like L.A. or something downtown mm-hmm. somewhere. And it cuts to a nightclub, and there's fucking young James Franco sitting at the bar. Wow. With a, a buddy of his, and you know they're not getting any action. There's a it's it's getting kind of lame, and then they see these two ladies walk off into another room, and they follow them. And oh, it's Willow and um, old Iron Lung fucking oh, well, Helen Hunt Jr. <laughs> That's so whack. Boom. And they're they're you know they're dressed in in they're dressed in you know modern clothes right, or whatever. Right, look, looking so and hot. and you know the implication is they're gonna fuck these guys and. Yeah, they're yeah. going to continue their 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 ritual of of luring men into the 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 village so and then the movie ends so stupid so stupid and then which I was saying like what is this this is how they do it they play they're playing the long game they're going to it's like a 14 year long game <laughs> they're going to make they're, they're going to conceive children and then wait 8 or 9 years and hope that the harvest is good in those 8 or 9 years Right, that's so dumb. So Where, whereas dumb. in the in the original, you you get, well, I guess it's an equally long game in in the original because they got the, they got to get the perfect guy to come by, and uh, he has to be pure, he has to be a virgin, he has to be um, just a headstrong fool. Yeah, 
which yeah, he, which he uh, appara- apparently apparently I, th- I think they implied that he wasn't the first one to go over there. He was just the first one to succeed to pass all their tests, you know. Well, I, I didn't catch that only because you know it's, it, it literally only been a year. It's only been a year, so maybe, maybe, right, right, right. maybe. But it's only been a year. I felt like that was their first attempt, and it was successful. And it was just like you came in your own free will, like you did this, like because you're such a fucking fool, you put yourself in this position because you you know you wanted to white knight your way through this, and um, god damn it, man, like I didn't. Like for 06, I didn't grasp any type of like deep theme, deep type of like, you know, thought provoking shit, bro. I was just like, oh, that's fucked up. Damn, he yeah, didn't no. he didn't win any end. That's interesting. You know, and he punched a bitch in the bear suit. This is crazy. Like I only got the 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 highlights of pure cagery uh is what stuck to me with the film versus cause I, you know, cause I watched the original today and it stuck with me a bit. It just really kind of fucking stuck with me. And I was like, man, this is a really good fucking movie. And I was like, so yeah so mad at myself that i i guess you know the way the, the way the episode went i was kind of reneging on uh <laughs> on my selection because i wasn't yeah. i wasn't expecting it to be so fucking good dude so let's um let's just do the official body count and and skin deep for 06 because that was the plan uh just you know nice little fyi for skin deep for 73 a lot it was a lot it was a yeah, lot. Yeah, we. Oh, there was a lot. lot of fucking nudity in that yeah, one. It was a lot. I don't know. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Jesus. Luckily, that's not. Luckily, that's not the official movie we're talking about today. Sadly, so, sadly, sadly. So, let's find out how many flames were extinguished uh, and <laughs> since the afterlife. Let's do body count. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh-huh. That body count. So uh, we got a grand total of two, right? Two officially. The, two. Uh, more, if you want to count, uh, right? Four the people who try who four with an asterisk. Two officially. Two, if you want to count the 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 two poor souls who were falcon kicked yeah, at the end. Because he because he fully stretched those hammies by that time. He was ready. He went up some hills. He warmed them <laughs> gams up, dude. So it's like a piston. <laughs> just ka just right. <laughs> That's why he got taken down because he, he he exerted so much chi. That he was just depleted by the time they grabbed him, he was all out of energy. That's dude. what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> if only he reserved his power, bro. He would have took them all. But um, let's get into uh the thing that we love the most, and that's a uh, sweet, sweet nudity. Let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Yeah, dude, not a goddamn thing for uh, nudity for Skin Deep. Like, nothing. It was a bummer. But honorable mention goes to the actress that played Willow in 1973s. Because you got full butt naked dancing, primal. You got a full butt naked musical number from her. Yeah, music. I mean, honestly, we we, we didn't even t- like really go into the music of it. The music was pretty good, except for that corn rig shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 intro song that they played throughout the mo- the movie, "Sunshine at My Shoulders" makes me happy. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, 
the corn rig, the barley rig. The, the song is basically about getting blown by Annie on, on top of some rigs. Or I kiss her over and over again. She found me bottles on the barley rig. It was stupid. But, even uh, even their little little accordion a cappella jigs that they did in the bar, even those great. were all those right. Were good, those were like really good. Fucking, uh, it was one where he was like, one dude was basically singing what the young guy should do to the chick. Yeah, <laughs> he put my hand on her knee and she said, "Fill me up or some shit." I don't know, but <laughs> it was very very uh, very uh, uh, sexual song. But um. Man, the real, really funny question is that this was a fucking video game, dude. Like, what the fuck would it be? Jesus. I'm thinking, um, like, Deadly Premonition. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what else. I can't, I don't know what else to put up to it, man. Like, a real shitty, culty Japanese, like, you know, poor survival horror uh, detective game. That's, like, the only thing I can think of, man, is Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition. Holy shit. That's all I got. That's um, all I got. I don't know only, thing, only thing I can think of, man, is some shitty ass point and click event. Maybe like Monkey Island. Right. But you gotta, where you, you gotta it, get in that kick. You gotta get that sweet roundhouse in there, though. Like, Yeah. Where, where, where it's kind of funny at some times, but it has some parts that are trying to be scary, I guess. What if we do like a Killer 7 engine where you just walk in a straight line and just drop kick bitches in the chest? Oh, Christ. <laughs> You gotta wait for an opening, and then like the middle of their fucking uh, cleavage lights up. You just, <laughs> you just plant your suplex heel. their ass. <laughs> you know, I'm I might be mistaken, but I, oh no, yeah, you could play as a fucking uh, wrestler in that yep. game, huh? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. El Mask. Yes, sir. Um, they were all named Smith for some reason. Yeah, that was a really deep heady game too. Uh, a lot of lot of breakdowns and uh, theories on that bad boy. It was it was too much for me as a kid. I was just like, I don't get none of it. But the game was fun. And Coyote and uh, uh I, I remember it being being pretty shitty, honestly. Um, it was artsy. It was an artsy game, point blank period. Yeah. So I couldn't shit on yeah, it too yeah. much. Um, yeah, man, this is the fucking this is this judging time. It's the final verdict. Final impressions on this movie, folks. Uh, we're gonna break it down with knee pads or slippers. What that means is the movie. Oh, by the way, I fucked up because uh, I said knee pad, one knee pad for uh, Judge Dredd. I meant to say one slipper. Just wanna addendum that shit. Okay. Wanna fix okay. that? I made a huge mistake. But um, yeah. So basically, what how it works is knee pads and slippers. If we really like this movie, we really thought this movie touched us in our soul, we slap on two motherfucking knee pads and slide as if we're doing a guitar solo. <laughs> And worship this movie the way it should be. Uh, if we hate this movie, we're shuffling our fucking crusty ass feet into two felt fucking slippers. And we hate on this movie from afar and uh, wish it was never born. Uh, John Hernandez, tell me, yes, sir. as far as Wicker Man 2006 is concerned, knee pads or slippers? There's no question. Two uncomfortable scrapey wicker slippers oh god <laughs> firmly on both of my feet this movie is shit yeah man i totally agree uh and it's not even it's not even a fun kind of shit you know like from i will disagree with that i'll disagree with that i'll disagree with that like i don't know i uh, i've seen i've seen the highlights on youtube and it was kind of funny i guess but this movie was just a chore to watch like i had if you never seen it if you never seen it and you don't know what to expect, and you haven't seen the original, it'll it probably it'll be probably a fun watch. Honestly, true. Yeah, but I can agree with that. Because like I wasn't ready. Like like I saw it at the perfect. I was I was during work. I had nothing better to do. 
And uh, it was like a, just what the fuck watching the whole time. But this motherfucker is going to get two fucking slippers all goddamn day. It is fucking backwater trash, dude. Like, in, in comparison, I wish I never saw the original. Because uh, the original is, like, is a toonie pad situation all day long. My God. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's My a God. fucking... Yeah, it's just a, a masterwork of, of uh, filmmaking, right? And acting. Yeah, it's so so good. I mean, I you gotta either watch one or the other. One of these has to get left out if you're gonna enjoy it. Exactly. Wow, that's such a that's really that's a really good fucking point. You can't. They both these movies cannot exist in the same space together. It's just no. You can't do it. You can't do it because because uh, you wind up you just. I mean, 06 just really loses its edge as far as why it's good. In a way, you know what I mean? Because it, yeah, it, it you, you either you either watch O six for the for the cheese and you get a laugh out of it mm-hmm. and that's it, or you watch the original and you get a masterwork of acting and filmmaking and you, and you leave religion. it at that. You, you 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 yeah you get you get left with a lot of questions. You you think about yourself and your philosophy as a human being. Yeah, man, and that's <laughs> always good. Look, look look how much smarter we are this episode because of that fucking film. <laughs> Look how we handled this fucking episode, bro. Like, yeah. Think about it, guys. Like we're we're fucking asshats, bro. <laughs> we fucking sit here. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened today, man? I don't this know. was a nice episode. I don't know, man. <laughs> this was a really informative episode, and it's scary. I'm really scared. There is no God. Um, <laughs> lame attempt at some comedy, yeah, you know. Cut that shit out. This Jesus. this episode was too straight laced. We try to throw in some fucking shit jokes. It doesn't work. Yeah, sometimes it's just this is just a good episode. Sometimes Sorry. we're just deep motherfuckers deal with this shit, man. Uh, you got any recommendations or anything? Or because uh, we did it, we made it, we made it to the fucking end. Um, hey everybody, go ride a bike. I just bought a fucking road bike, and I forgot how fun. I haven't ridden a bike in like five years. That is so fun. Like, dude, I was out last night in fucking twenty-eight degree weather, just bundled up and i was still having the time of my life Man. that's such an underrated thing go ride a fucking bike well i'm not gonna say that but i'm gonna say do do what makes you happy <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll co-sign john on, <laughs> on that sense do, do what makes you happy also i need you to be on the lookout for uh so i married a movie geek uh, their most recent episode that should be out by now is uh me um a guy justin from um Who's basically the host of the show? I'm fucking up. Uh, Josh from uh, Fork Found Reviews and Wes from uh, Via VHS. We sat there and we did a goddamn movie draft uh, for all movies released in January. We had a fucking blast. I'm still hungover from that shit. Uh, highly recommend y'all look out for that. Um, give a shout out to the Movie Pod Squad. Uh, give a shout out to Pod and Family. And of course, the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Um, Everybody, I have a good one, dude. Uh, I think we're gonna do Resident Evil next. Ooh, yeah, just because um the new one's coming out, and uh, yeah, I just want to just revisit the original and uh, poke fun at that shit. Yeah, I st- I stopped watching after I think the second one. Me too. Me too. <laughs> me fucking oh. me too. 